people always bring that we'll just get a headshot like oh duh duh if the whole game <laughs> Wait, was just get a headshot is, is every that time what supposed to do? like duh Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege. What we don't like about Siege. I'm your host, Ryan. I'm Chris. <laughs> That's like the 17th time we recorded the intro, just so you know. No, it's the 20th for sure. We're, we're gonna, yeah, we did 20 times for episode 20. It was a celebration. Mm-hmm. Today we are going to talk about a Kavera nerf, a huge, huge, colossal Kavera nerf. Although it's argued that it's a buff. Yes. It's not really that much of a nerf to be to be totally truthful, but that, no. that's what we'll talk about. Also, uh, clash buff, mm-hmm. uh, and then of course some Reddit posts and listener questions, as always, from our wonderful, awesome listeners. Anything to throw out before we get into the new patch? Um, not really. If you're interested in pro league, the 2019 invitational groups is out. Basically, your your big groups you got Phase, Fnatic, Immortals, Rogue, Team Liquid G2, Evil Geniuses. Penta. Yeah, so they, they basically put them into the groups for the competition, right? Yep. Cool. Uh, if you care about that, then... It's out there. There it is. Okay, let's dive right into this patch then. So there is a new patch out on the test server on PC. Uh, it's out now. It has some pretty significant changes to Kavera and Clash and then some more minor changes uh, to some other stuff. But let's just start with Kavera. So... Um, just going down the bullet list here. Uh, the damage of her Luzon was decreased from that ninety nine. That's how I say it. Okay, I never knew what to say. No, Luzon. Sometimes I call it Lucian. Sometimes I call it Luz Luz. Sometimes I call it Lusion. I mean, it's probably Portuguese. So Luzon. 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 <laughs> and that's probably not it. Uh, the damage on that decreased from 99 to 65. That's 34 hit points of a reduction. Yep. That's huge. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, adjustments to damage drop-off to align with other pistols for consistency. So previously, the damage drop-off uh, was extremely steep, right? So like you would do 99 damage within like 5 meters or something, and then it would like super drop, whereas other pistols would have, have the drop-off start around like 15 meters or something. Yep. Reduced magazine size to 12 from 15. Uh, which isn't it 16? Well, yeah, you'd have 15 and then one in the chamber. I thought it was 16 with one in the chamber. I thought it was, I I thought it was 17. 17. That's what I thought it was. I could be wrong, but... but I could definitely be wrong because I always thought it was 17, but yeah, I, I feel like I remember seeing 17 on my screen. That's what I have in my head too, but maybe we're wrong. Anyway. Maybe you could carry two in the chamber. Now it'll be 12. Because, you know, it's such two a special pistol. That's why it was 99 damage. Yeah, because so shooting firing two bullets every single time. Um... Increased recoil to make chaining shots at long range more challenging and increased hip fire spread to reduce viability of spamming non-ADS shots. So all of these changes to Guevara are to her Luzon. They made no changes to her ability, to her primaries, uh, or anything at all, which a lot of people have argued they should have buffed her primaries. So. I'd, I'd be okay with that. What's, uh, what, what do you think? So my first knee-jerk reaction when I saw this was, yes, 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 yes. Me too. That's pretty much exactly what went on in my head. <laughs> I hate Gavera. And like, I'll play her occasionally and like, I'll do well sometimes with her. And I still hate it. I still think it's stupid. And I shouldn't have done that well with her because it's dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it's, it's confusing because her pistol's silenced, right? Mm-hmm. But it does 99 damage. And you're just like, you're kind of confused what's going on because it's such a hard hit. That, but like, if she's missing, like, you don't see the indicators because she's not hitting you and it's silenced. Mm-hmm. It's just so confusing. Like, it's disorienting. Like, what, what is going on to me? And then you're just down. You're like, I mean, uh, to me, it's always like it happened so fast. I don't even know what happened. Yeah. You know, or or it's like I knew where she was and we engaged each other and she wins, even though I'm like pumping her with my AR. And it's like, this is stupid. Like, right. so to me, the biggest thing is that it feels like a really huge nerf. But then the more I think about it, the more I, I think like, actually, I think this is better both for playing against Cav and for Cav players. Like, mm-hmm. I think I think both players end up with a better balance here yes um so like the big thing is decreasing the 99 damage to 65 right and so that like where that helps is like if you took a little bit of damage like hopping off a balcony or you like hit an electric barbed wire and took five damage or you hit a goo and took 10 damage like her she's not going to one shot you right Right. 
So that's huge. And the other is, even if she doesn't one-shot you, like if, if you encounter her and she gets one shot off on you, then you're down to one HP even if you won the fight, right? And she only got one shot off. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's stupid. Like she gets one shot and you're at one HP. That's right. really dumb. So that's like, to me, that's the huge thing. Like as somebody who plays against Cav a lot more than I play Cav, that's huge to me. Also, if you just have any damage before, like no matter what, she just touches you and you're... Mm-hmm, I dead. said that already. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> pay attention. I'm okay, focus, focus today. I was I was looking at this chat okay, that I have with somebody about Cavera. No, well, this is about Cavera. I was just I just remember someone said something really stupid on the subreddit, and they did. This person was talking about Cavera and how she was fine before, and how to basically how to play against Cavera because he's a smart. He's probably like a bronze player. That's one of those players. That's like, oh, this is how you do it, guys. Come on. He says the pistol is basically a silent. Okay. If it's a fast silent gun that has a severe drop off outside of five meters. It's a silent shotgun. Just play out of her illusion's range and communicate and Cav becomes way less scary. And I said, even if you communicate and she comes out of nowhere, there's nothing you can do, especially inside the map. Anywhere inside the map is basically close quarters. And it sucks being killed by a pistol when you have an assault rifle and you're spraying them down. And then he said, if possible, try pushing areas close to the objective rather than sweeping through close quarter areas since that's where she thrives. Cav's illusion should be as powerful as assault rifles, since it's the weapon you should be using most of the time, even if it's classified as a secondary weapon. Why should it be as powerful as assault rifles? So, even though I was kind of just saying the opposite thing, I actually kind of agree with that, because essentially it is her primary weapon. It's the same as... So then it should switch. It should be her primary weapon. It should be like Clash. That should be her primary weapon, and then the secondary is something to back up her primary gadget. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, like, if they just made something like the Luzon, like, a primary weapon or something. I don't know. Um, but, like, I'm just thinking about, like, and forgive me for always going back to the same games as references, but, like, Halo 1, right? The pistol uh-huh. is the gun of Halo 1. Right. Yeah, true. Right. And and that's because there is no other precision weapon in Halo 1. And that's, like, it's stupid and people, like, make fun of that. But then, like, as somebody who enjoys Halo 1, it's like, yep, yeah, we'll just forget about the skin that the weapon has. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The, the point is that it's the rifle, the battle rifle of the game, right? right. And like, it doesn't matter that it's skinned as a pistol. Yeah. It's just the weapon that it is, and it's great. Like, it's 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 fun to play because the pistol is in Halo One, uh-huh. right? Um, and the same thing with Cavera. She's fun to play because of her Luizan, and regardless of the fact that she has the other weapons, I kind of think like it would be great if she had instead of so like her SMG is useless, right? Pretty much because like even at long ranges, people tend to use the Luizan over the mm-hmm. the SMG, mm-hmm. um. I would just get rid of that and either give her like some sort of like pseudo DMR type of thing, you know, um, or, or like just have her like all she gets is a shotgun and it's like, it's not even that good in combat, but it's like all environmental damage. Mm-hmm. So she can like open up holes for what she wants or whatever, you know, like give her some weapons that are a little more diverse in the primary weapon category and really seriously like commit to her. Luzon is the weapon that Cabrera uses. Okay. You know, like, what do you think? Yeah, that that that's fine. I just I hate the. It should be as powerful as an assault rifle because I just don't think a silenced pistol should be as. I just don't think that should beat an assault rifle. Yeah, ever. Like, yeah, I agree. Like, I, like I don't. It's frustrating to to be shooting her with an assault rifle and she two shots you with a pistol. Um. I mean, that's just frustrating altogether because there's really no other weapon in the game that can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. On the flip side, it is her primary weapon for all intents and purposes. So it's like, it's just, it's a weird thing where it's like, it's frustrating, but then, I mean, that's, that's who she is as an operator. Right. I, I, I just hated too how he was like, try to push from areas close to the objective rather than sweeping through close quarter areas. Like, okay. First of all, anywhere inside the map is close quarters pretty much other than long hallways. Right. Like everywhere else inside any room is already close quarters. Yeah. Secondly, where did the defenders defend the objective? Like if you're just pushing the objective and that's all you're pushing, you never win. Like that's not really how you, you win by getting like above the trap doors and like having cleared the map first, knowing you're not going to get attacked from behind. If you just push the objective, that's when you get killed by roamers. Right. Yeah. If you just try to like push through the to windows to go, sure go onto it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you very rarely will win if, if everybody just goes on like, the closest path to the objective. Yeah. You can't, you don't do that. You yeah, just, it's, it doesn't it's, work. It, you're right. You're right. But also he's right in that, like, you can avoid her by, you know, not roaming throughout the rest of the map like a dummy um, and playing smart as a team. But at the same time, like, that's what she's designed to do is exactly that is like, um, 
handle teams that are on the other side of the map and like to be able to do that by herself like that's mm -hmm. what she's designed to do mm -hmm. so him saying like oh well you can get, get around it by like doing this certain thing it's like okay yeah like if you're a pro league team and you have that kind of coordination yeah but like that doesn't exist and so she shouldn't be able to solo a group of three people who are like pseudo playing together you know um mm -hmm. like just because they don't have like the extreme you know tactical awareness and and like unity unity and stuff that like an right. actual team has you know Right. I think like the biggest thing too that she had going for her was just the amount of bullets she could fire out of her pistol. Yeah, that was a problem. Like I, I have mentioned this so many times, like why is it not more like this is stupid that she has a ninety nine damage pistol that has seventeen bullets? Yeah. Or maybe she it was can 16, kill an entire team sure it was in one magazine yeah. of I mean, a pistol. Everybody can with headshots, right? But Well, I mean that's yes. People always bring that. We'll just get a headshot. Like, oh duh. <laughs> duh. If the whole game Wait, was just get a headshot is, is every that time. What I was supposed to do? Like duh. Like then, okay, then why do we even have damage numbers? Like, yeah. let's, then why why do we ever talk about damage numbers? It's just just get a headshot every time. Like that's just the stupidest argument. I hate when people say that stuff. It's such so true. But yes, yeah, what you're saying, yeah, like nobody else can do something like that, right? Like take down a whole team with body shots, like in a matter of seconds with a pistol. And like yeah. the other problem too is like when they did the thing where like the pistols would shoot as fast as your trigger finger does, and there's no like rate of fire limit on the pistols. Like, that was a huge buff for her. Yeah. Right? And so, like, yeah. Like, that. I think I think underrated is the the nerf of 15 to 12 in the magazine. Mm -hmm. um, and the hip fire spread. Because she no longer can just round a corner just with full mobility just spraying you with the stupid damage pistol while you're, like, you know, trying to be precise about it and you don't right. have the mobility or whatever. But she... If they can change, I mean, maybe they're just changing the size of that reticle, but if they can change hip fire spread, they need to make a difference between like when you're crouched hip firing, like a significant difference. If I'm crouched hip firing and someone's in front of me, like I should get that kill. Like it, I just hate hip firing and siege. It's just so bad. Hip fire and siege is very bad. And it, it's never, never works. No. It, yeah. It, it's very bad. It only works uh, when you're a shield and you randomly get hip fire headshots. Yeah. Um, but Okay, yeah. so the other two pieces that we haven't really talked about here are she, the increased recoil um, to make chaining shots at long range more challenging and then adjustments to damage drop-off to align with other pistols. Mm -hmm. So here's what I think they're trying to do with that is like they're trying to give her... So here's what they said in like their summary of why they're doing this. Given her current wind delta, we feel Cav is a little strong. I want to make her less frustrating to play against. So a little bit like the lion thing, right? They're not really trying to like ruin her. They're just trying to make her less frustrating. Yeah. This change seeks to put more focus on emphasizing her role as a stealth and precision, precision operative. So I think what they're trying to do here is like give her increased damage with her Louisan at range. Um, and they, they wanted to balance that out a little bit with the increased recoil. So you couldn't just mm -hmm. like chain shots on people super far, but they're making it more viable to like, take people at range down a long hallway as Kavera while you're sneaking around, you know, running from room to room, you know, getting it, like it used to be that you had to sneak up basically right on top of them. If you right. wanted to do anything now, what they're saying is no, we're going to change it so that, you know, you, you encounter somebody and you know, you, you back out cause you're in a losing situation. Right. And then you go and you flank around and you find a different angle and you get some damage on them from down the hall and you're able to actually do damage because the, of the drop off being like much, much more shallow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's super smart, like make her more of somebody who can sort of just be like this. Um, she's just doing like little raids on your team, right? Like she's just like this little, like she's, she's like never getting into like direct combat anymore because it's not like to her advantage. Right. But she's sort of just, just like running around, just doing just like little tiny, like, what do you call that in combat when it's like, not like a full attack, but just like a, like a skirmish. Right. Yeah. She's just causing little problems. Yeah. She's like steaming like a bee. You. Yeah, like I, I think this is going to be super cool if it works out that way. She's the new queen bee. What? She just goes around and stings you a little bit. <laughs> sure. Just a little prick. If that helps. <laughs> just a little prick. Yeah. I uh, I think they have successfully with this. I think this is the most exciting patch that we've had in this season for sure, by far. Yeah, including the actual season being released. Yeah, because the new operators, Nomad looks really cool and fun, but it just... Somehow it just didn't pan out for no. Nomad. I don't know why. I think it's just too hard to like to make it do anything useful. 
Like even when I've gotten like I haven't played her a lot to be totally honest. But I mean, even I when I've hit people with it, <laughs> it's like what am I supposed to do? Like am I supposed to plant it and then sit there and wait for somebody to hit it? You know, like I'm attacking. If I was defending, it would make a lot more sense. But I'm attacking, so it's like right. I guess I can use it to cover my flank, and then I know if somebody's coming. But then I can't actually take advantage of the situation because they're up by the time I've even turned around. You know? Yeah. And poor Kaid never played. No. Ever. And the big problem is the guns, right? Yeah. The guns are garbage. And, like, what do you? I mean, yeah. Anyway, we were talking about Kavera. They've successfully made Kavera, I think, someone less frustrating to play against, but still also less frustrating to play with mm-hmm. because it's frustrating when you're far away and your pistol's doing nothing. Right. And so it's just it's just better overall. So it's I wouldn't consider it a buff by any means. Definitely not a buff. Oh, it's definitely not a buff. It's not a buff. Um and I wouldn't consider it like a huge nerf, but it's just I, I think hate when people like, say more... like what? You go ahead, go ahead, sorry. I just hate when people say like, oh this is actually a buff to Kavera because the the damage drop off is different. It's like, yeah, but they took away a bunch of bullets and they changed her damage drastically. They increased her hip fire recoil and they increased the recoil when you're or hip fire accuracy and increased recoil when you're trying to chain shots. Like that is all nerf numbers right there. Yeah, it like to me, it's more of like a rebalance or a rework than it is like a nerf or a yeah, buff. There you go. You know, like they, they nerf certain things and they buff certain things. And I think what they're trying to do is exactly what they said. They're trying to make her her role function just a little bit differently, mm-hmm. right? Or or function more in line with what they envisioned for Cav. Yeah. Um. So let's get into these couple of Reddit posts about this. Be, okay, I don't know how to say your name, but <laughs> Banana Splat. Banana Splat. I guess who is a recent uh, addition to our little community here at Unrenowned. Um. So he was saying he took some time to check the damage drop off on the newly on. So he went through basically and did some tests. Um, with different armor operators to find what where the differences are um, on the drop-offs, and like where where a, uh, a two-shot down happens at what ranges. So um, that at previously, if you were one armor operator, Cav could two-shot you at 13 meters. Now up, she can two-shot you up to 20 meters. Okay, so that drop-off increase like is huge, like mm-hmm. almost almost double the distance right for for a one armor that she can two shot you um two armors went from 12 meters to 17 meters and three armors went from nine meters to fi- 15 meters uh so, so that's like one and a half to like 1.8 times more like like it's a that's a pretty significant like 50 to 60 or 70 percent increase um on the range at which she can two shot you so she's actually like way more dangerous in that regard mm. um but again, I just think it's less frustrating because it's not 99 damage per shot, right? So it's not like you took a little tick of damage before and now she's one-shotting you or like she like she managed to get one shot on you before you killed her and now you're at one HP. Like that's ridiculous and that's frustrating. Um, so she can still do the two-shot and like now at even greater ranges. So you really have to be careful. Uh, but, you know, she has these other nerfs where it's like, okay, at close range, she's not just going to be able to hip fire spray me with like, basically a full smg magazine right like, right like it's like I, I haven't played it yet and i don't think you haven't played the tts yet with this either no, right? it's just so hard to get into a game right the tts is kind of bad to play except at the beginning of a season um but uh, like from what i can like infer from these patch notes i really just think like it's going to make it less frustrating to play against even though it's actually a little bit stronger in some ways right yeah so anyway, Banana Splat's point was like, guys, this is not like a huge nerf to calves. So stop freaking out, calf mains, because calf mains have been freaking out. And it's like, dude, you're still two shotting. Like, sixty five damage is still a two shot. So I don't know what you're concerned about. And like, I, it's funny because there's so many. Like, if you were to talk about calf nerf before, everybody would be like, oh, calves not op or pistols fine, it's good. But none of that's come out. All of a sudden, everybody's saying, oh, this is so good. Like, most, a lot of people are saying, oh, this is so good. So where were all these people when, like, these ideas are brought up before? Like, before it was just like, oh, no, you're stupid. Cav sucks. And now it's like, oh, yeah, this is good. This makes Cav better. It's like, what? Huh? Yeah. The, the one thing I can say about the subreddit for Rainbow Six is that uh, they don't know what they want. its opinions are very inconsistent, which is fair to say about a group of half a million people, right? Like, of course, they don't all have the same opinion. But there are like, you will literally see like a post get like just completely downvoted or ignored, 
mm-hmm. that says exactly the same thing, but a post the next day gets like 2000 upvotes. Right? Yeah. So I don't know that that subreddit is frustrating, but this, <laughs> this, again, this podcast is not a, a log of the rainbow <laughs> six subreddit and our interactions with it. <laughs> so, but here's another post from that subreddit. Actually, these posts are not from that subreddit. These posts are from rainbow six TTS. Um, but uh so somebody went and graphed out the damage of uh the damage drop off for the Luzon, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. So on the old one, the damage drop off actually started at like three meters and it was like pretty slight at that point. But then at five meters, that's when it like really starts to drop precipitously. Um and so where it crosses with the new drop off is at around eight, eight and a half meters, is where where they are now equal. So the other one, the new one. Uh, what was her damage? 65? 60, 65, right? Yeah. So it's 65 like 63 flat or something. all the 66. way up. Huh? 66? 64? I don't know. I think it's 65. Anyway, whatever. All the way flat all the way up to 11 meters. So, I mean, this is much better to look at. So we'll we'll link it so you can look at it. But um, 65. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so yeah, like right around eight and a half meters where they cross. And then from then on out, the new damage is is greater. And then at the maximum um, damage reduction, we're at 40 damage with the new one and down at like 20 damage with the old one. Mm-hmm. So she's extremely more dangerous at range compared yeah. to what she used to be. Yeah. Which I think is fine. Yeah, that's great. I mean, she's a three shot at range now as opposed to a five shot. Because at range like that, like I have a huge advantage with an AR and an ACOG sight than she does with iron sights on a pistol. Right. Totally. Which I wish that, because her iron sights actually are not that bad. No, I wish good. all iron sights were like that. Just basically the top of the gun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they can have like a circle or something, but just like don't block all my view. Like her iron sight's really nice, mm-hmm. but everybody else is like, you can't play the game unless you put a sight on the gun. Right. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think this is, this is overall, I think a good thing for both sides. Again, like, um, she, she, like she'll be able to th- basically well i mean actually it looks like the the maximum damage drop off is like 39 so that's just well no that's still a three shot i'm stupid um but i mean like she'll be much more viable at range which means that she can do you know where this thing where she's staying like sort of like she's really staying back and not having to not like pushing you from behind right. she's just staying back and being a problem but out of reach where you can't do anything about it unless you like really commit to it which burns time and that's what cav does yeah. Right, a good cav isn't necessarily getting interrogations or even getting kills. She's just burning time. Mm-hmm. Right, like we had this today. We had a guy who like we were playing on theme park or something. I don't, I can't remember exactly, but like he was he was encountering the enemy team basically by himself for like a minute and a half. And like I don't even remember if he got any kills or not, but he just wasted their time for so long that they couldn't win the round because there was no time to plan. Mm-hmm. You know, and like that's what. That's what roamers in general should be doing. Um, and Cav is perfect for that, the way she can sneak around. And now she'll be even better. So I think that's good for her. Yeah. Can I say how frustrating it was to play today, though? We <laughs> yeah, were playing can... with some very stupid people. We did. Oh, my gosh. I just, wow. This one guy, I'm just going to say it. We were playing drug lab on theme park. And literally, like, there was, it was three versus one. And Jaeger was inside the room with, like, the pool table or whatever. And... Twitch was like in the, like literally on top of him in there. And I'm like, Twitch, like he's, yeah, they were in the same room in the same, like on top of each other, almost like just around the pool table mm-hmm. on opposite sides of the pool table. It's like Twitch, like he's right on top of you. And he's like shooting her teammates and like kills both her other teammates. And she starts planning the bomb. Yeah. I'm like Twitch, he's on the top of you and she dies. And he's like, Oh, sorry. Like, it's like a kid. And he's like, Oh, sorry. I, I just thought I could get the plan off in time. It's like, sorry. I didn't, I didn't know how to shoot. It's like, what are you no you're so stupid yeah this kid was trolling hard it was, it was very annoying because we're, we're in a ranked game and we were lower ranked because we made the mistake of playing with our friends and <laughs> they dragged us down we lost five games in a row uh, yeah we uh we need new friends <laughs> keep keep your friends out of siege keep your siege friends and your li- real life friends separate um yeah so like this kid he was just trolling and like he clearly knew more about the game than he was letting on and he was like oh i'm sorry i don't know how to use my twitch drone and like uh where are they where are they and you tell him where they are and be like uh so where's that and yeah very annoying (sighs) anyway it was very frustrating and then there was another guy that was really blind he just 
he walked right into a claymore. I was like, are you serious? And then, like, he was looking at a Jaeger through, like, a impact grenade hole, and he didn't even, like, didn't even see him. Yeah, he, like, turned around this? to jump off a jump off. Anyway. What's with this new species of human that I've only encountered in Siege that doesn't, like, detect motion when they see it with their eyeballs? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> How do you not see that? Like, there is a like, thing I understand, moving. I understand it's a game, like, things move around all the time, but, like, that's clearly a person. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Back to the TTS patch. Uh, so Clash is getting... Do you have anything else you want to say on Cav? No. Are we done with Cav? Okay. What do you guys think about Cav? Let us know. Let us know what you think about this. Is this a buff? Is this a nerf? Or is this just a rework? And who is this better for? Cav or her enemies? On to Clash. Clash is getting a buff to her SPSM, SPSMG9. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that's kind of hard to say. She's getting... So it's an upgrade to full automatic fire from the two-round burst, which is great because two-round bursts always felt awful. Yeah. Update a recoil to align with other full auto weapons. Increase total ammunition at 161 up from 121. So it's basically two magazines. Because it's like 20 rounds in the mag, right? Uh, Something like that, or like 18 maybe. Something very yeah, it's small. Uh, and increase damage to 33 up from 30. Mm-hmm. Which almost makes it a three-shot kill instead of a four-shot kill. It's just right there on the verge. So um, for, probably for your heavier armors... I mean, I didn't do the math, but if you were heavier armors, that might be one less bullet to kill than it was before. Yeah. You play Clash a lot. What do you think? I don't play her a ton, but like, I guess I play her probably more than most. I I like that change. Um, I hardly take out my secondary as Clash, though, anyway. Like, I, I, yeah, I think I think you play her the way that they intended her to be played more than many other people do. I think that's because people got into the habit of that fast change to the pistol that now they're kind of stuck in that habit of like you hit them and then you go behind a corner and change really quick and start shooting them. Yeah. Which is just not how it works anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love the damage you can do with her shield, but I do like this change because it helps you when you get into that situation where it's like, okay, well now you are alone as clash and you can, you can do something more like right. you have a chance. Right. Um, it's kind of weird to me because like, like even they, the way they said it was um, by changing her weapon into a pseudo primary, we want to improve her performance in situations where she lacks team support, which like specifically they said when they first released her and like with the changes they made to her at the beginning with it, like they wanted to make sure that she was yeah. in a support role. And now they're saying like, we're improving her performance where she doesn't have support. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so basically you're saying like you couldn't convince the community to play her the way you wanted to. So now you're going to make her just work in the game that, that like you don't control anymore. Yeah. The, the thing is like, I, I play her, like you said, I think how they want you to, and it works out great. Yeah, it does. As long as the team's playing well. with you, right? Right. Yeah. As long as people are willing to like leave the bush that they're hiding in or the corner that they're in on their cameras. Right. I mean, we yeah. had this great play today on, um, chalet. We're in the chalet basement. They open that snowmobile garage door and your clash and like, you're just standing in the open hole. <laughs> you're just like telling us where they are. You're like, oh yeah, all five of them are right here. And so then I'm like, I'm just standing behind you in like the open, you know, they, people always open, either they put a mirror window or they open a hole on that like wall that's straight in front of the um, the garage door. Right. And so I'm just standing there like in the um, winery or whatever, you, that room, uh, wine cellar. And I'm just like peeking that hole and I'm just like right behind your shield and they just keep strafing, like trying to like hit you or I don't know like, what they were shooting at even. But like, I got like two people strafing across, just headshotting them, and then we got it down to like one person. So you're just like out there pushing out on him and electrifying him, and and then we just like run out and kill them, and it was super easy. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like Clash is great if you just play with your team, right? You know, like if you play it smart, she's awesome, and she's not unstoppable either. Oh, not at all. Like, I mean, if they would have been smart and just tossed a grenade at you, yeah, <laughs> that's all you gotta do. Yeah. Or just don't worry about Clash. Like, right. If she starts to pull out her gun, she's easy to kill. It takes her forever. Yeah. So, anyway. So, I mean, I think it's good. Like, good for Clash because, like, I mean, it does happen where you're the last guy standing and you need to be able to do something. Right. Right. We'll, we'll see how it actually works. I'm, I'm curious to see how damaging her gun really is at full automatic fire. And I think I'm curious to see, like, the recoil of it, too. Like, I think that'll be interesting to see. Right. I mean, I guess we get in the test server and test it, but um, yeah. but it'll, it'll be cool to, to see that with Clash. This is exciting, I think, as opposed to the previous uh, patch or the previous actually season release. 
A um, couple other things on this patch. Kaid got a buff to his AUG A3, so that's his um, assault rifle SMG hybrid. Uh, so previously, the ADS speed for it was in line with assault rifles, which mm-hmm. is really slow, and now they've decreased it, or I guess increased the ADS speed by 33% to align with other SMGs. So now his gun feels like an SMG, which is great. Yeah. Right? That's the whole point. Right. Exactly. Um, it probably still needs to do more damage or be more accurate or something, but this is a start for Cade. And then, very sadly, very... Can we have a moment of silence? Nerf to the MP5. Yeah. Poor Doc and Rook. Decrease MP5 max damage to 27 from 30. Yeah. It's not a huge nerf. It's 10% damage reduction, right? But, oh boy. Yeah. It's okay. That's still a very stable gun. I it's still okay. Love it. I mean, it's a headshot machine, right? Like, yeah. I can't even tell you how many headshots I get with the MP5 compared to, like, other weapons. So, it doesn't really matter, but it's still sad. Anyway, that's the test server. That is the test server patch notes. We'll see how much of that actually comes to the game. I would guess that most of this will come straight to the game. I can't see any reason. It's why. not very often that things in the test server don't come to the game. Yeah, it's super rare. Um, and then there's a bunch of other random little tiny bug fixes, but nothing that really matters. Um, other Reddit posts. This is just funny. You have to watch it because I can explain it to you, but you have to go watch it. It's by, it's on the subreddit, obviously. It's by bib-227. It's titled, uh, basically he's behind a desk as Cavera and they plant the bomb on plane and he like literally runs in front of the enemy team. He puts on a silent step, just runs like in front of the enemy team and runs through them all. Like through like three guys and just diffuses like right in front of him and he gets away with it and wins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, wh- how, like how? Yeah. It's ridiculous. And it, you have to watch it. So it link in the show notes, but he like runs in front of Ash runs right in front of fuse, like touches fuse and they just don't even. Yeah. So I, somebody did point out that like it was on console. And so that means that one, your field of view is restricted. Right. Um, also, like a lot of people aren't wearing headphones, and it's just not as easy to like, you know, spin around the room and get a get a like a scan of the room, right? So, I mean, that's fair. But like, if if that's really what the game is like on console on a regular basis, then that's insane. Yeah. But it's it's a funny video. You should go watch it. He literally runs right in front of two people and then diffuses the bomb. Yeah. Or diffuses the dis- disables the diffuser. I don't understand why. Why is it not just planting a bomb and diffusing the bomb? Why does it have to be planting Planting a diffuser diffuser kit and then disabling the diffuser? (laughs) I'm kidding. I don't know. I guess because they're terrorists, the terrorists are defending. I mean, they're all part of Team Rainbow. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, Okay, I have a Reddit post, which is basically just me complaining about (laughs) the Rainbow Six subreddit. Oh, good. But this post is from the Admiral 2008 and he posts anybody remember Sloth Valkyrie and it's just a, a screenshot of Valkyrie now and then um, the other half of the image is a screenshot of Valkyrie's old like in-game face where she looked awful and was like scary looking <laughs> and um, which was funny but what frustrated me was I got onto the subreddit one day and this is the top post. It's like with 12,000 upvotes. The top post is just like literally just a screenshot of Valkyrie now and Valkyrie a long time ago. And then, like, you scroll down and down and down and down and down. And then you start to see, like, people saying, like, uh, here's my new operator idea. Or does anybody think that Clash needs this buff? Or how can we fix Tachanka? And it's like, like, why aren't we doing something? Like, moderators of this subreddit, please do something so that it's something more than people getting basically farming karma for taking a couple of screenshots of the game and putting them in one image with a clever caption, not yeah. even a clever caption. Isn't like, it's not even clever. It's just like, Hey, anybody remember this old thing from this game? Did we all play <laughs> stupid. That is not worth like, this should not be on the top of the subreddit. Like it's the subreddit is offering me nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. Like, uh, um, also there was like, sorry, I'm interrupting you, but there was like this chain of like, uh, Let's oh, confuse yeah. new players by posting like an a screenshot of Bartlett or like a screenshot of the of Jaeger's um 
416C with the ACOG. And it's like, and there was like a dozen of these posts. And eventually, like, they like, shut it down. They're like, okay, they're, we won't allow any more of these. But it's like, something needs to be done so that this community stops like like reddit is failing for this community because reddit what it's supposed to be is self-curated content right and mm-hmm. like so the the best stuff gets to the top because the community is curating it and our community is broken and we curate the the worst things to the top or like the least like useful the least interesting things to the top and like mildly funny things instead and it's like not even it's like the same stuff like there are some posts that are literally like a mirror image of the last post that was on the top. And it's like, but this isn't even. Yeah. And there's, there's too much of just like creative content, right? Which, which is great. Like I love like the drawings and the comics and all that stuff, but it's just like, that's all this sub is at this point. Like we need, we need to have like a dedicated day for like submit your comics or whatever, you know, like, like it's just, and, and like the thing where it's like, Oh, you can't share your YouTube videos if it's on your YouTube channel because you could profit from that oh, but this, like, we're going to, like, favor these content creators who are drawing. It's like, why is their content any better than my content where I spent hours on a video? Yeah. You know, like, I don't understand why my content is not allowed to be on the sub just because it can be profited off of. Like, so can theirs. Yeah. You know, like, <sighs> it's, it's, it's like, oh, okay. Um, Ugh, this is not what this podcast is supposed to be. I want to talk about real fast uh, you know, I, I get into this habit of talking about how people are stupid on Reddit, but someone, I, I made a post, it got a few upvotes, but just like about improving casual and someone's first comment was play ranked. It has mm-hmm. negative four points. So that just tells you how dumb they are already. But anyway, they, they, I just mentioned to them that like, sometimes you don't have time to play ranked or you don't have a squad with you or you don't know if you might have to go somewhere. So ranks not the time to play, but you want to play siege. And he's like, right. well, maybe siege isn't the game for you. It's like, well, I shouldn't have to say like, okay, I need 30 minutes of my day. I have to play, like I have to have 30 minutes to go play Siege. Like that should not be a thing. I shouldn't have to say like, oh, I need 30 minutes to play this game. I should right. be able to play it if I just have a few minutes on my, like a few minutes before I go do something. Right. I should be able to just go play Siege. And I shouldn't have to play a form of Siege that's boring. Like, I'm sorry, casual is just not fun. It's just not. Yeah. It's not um, Siege. We talked about this before. At this point, what is your guess on when casual will get ranked rules or something close? No idea. Yeah. Do you think it will happen? I thought it was going to happen this season. No, I don't know. I'm confused because they mentioned it on the AMA and now there's just nothing. <laughs> they didn't mention it. They said, we agree with you. <laughs> they, yeah, that's mentioning it. Someone asked it, tons of upvotes and they say, we agree with you. Like, that's like, that's like a hint at like, yeah, like something's coming. Yeah. And it's not even that hard of a change. Like, it cannot be that difficult to change something that says four to three, right? No, it it would be easy. I think they're just trying to decide if that's what they want to do. I mean, it's what they want to do, let me tell you. <laughs> it's what they should want to do. I just, we, I'm just confused because we talk about it so much on the podcast and it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Anyway, in some ways, I am glad that that subreddit is broken because that was a lot of the impetus for us to start a podcast so we actually could talk about Siege in a yeah. way and like and engage a community and talking about the game and and like the balance of the game and and all that stuff as opposed to like looking at comics and you know whatever else but um and also like i think that's the reason people are coming to our podcast right like we have grown an astounding amount like way more than i thought we would ever and like in a short four or five months uh or 20 weeks because this is episode 20 right uh and so that's awesome like so thank you guys for coming here and hopefully we can continue to uh, make that happen for you guys. Make this a place where, you know, we can actually talk about the game that we love. Okay. Let's get into some listener questions. We'll start with Twitter. These people tweeted us at R6 unrenowned and you can do the same if you have a question or so also you can join the discord. Yeah. That thing. Uh, you can find that link on our Twitter at R6 unrenowned or in the show notes. Um, and there is a dedicated channel in the discord for podcast questions. We get tons of questions there from our awesome community. We also have, you know, people playing together all the time. Um, you know, people just chatting about siege or whatever, like making friends, uh, join the discord, invite your friends, share the podcast, do all the things. So at JD four, one, seven, zero, zero on Twitter says, what do you guys think of an operator whose drone was able to push the defenders like an air jab. So you aim at somebody like a Twitch drone and then you shoot a burst of air at them and they get knocked over <laughs> or something like that. 
That would actually be more like interesting to play than an air jab, I think. Oh, way more interesting than an air jab. I think it'd be a lot more fun too. Like you get a drone behind someone behind cover and then you're like, okay, ready? Here he comes. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a <laughs> funny. Can you imagine if it had no cooldown. He <laughs> 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 just pushed him downstairs. <laughs> Push him off roofs and stuff. That would be super funny, That'd but be funny. that that is not that does not fit into Siege, I don't think. No, I don't think it would ever get into the game, but I think it would be pretty fun. But it would be really funny. It'd be really it would funny. be awesome if they like if they did something like Rocket League's again, forgive me for always bringing up the same games, but something like Rocket League's Rumble mode, right? Where there's oh, yeah. just like silly power ups, like your drones can do stuff like that and like I don't know. It'd be fun if there was like an event where it was just like just silly siege. Stupid stuff going on. Yeah. Ibana's things make a person-sized hole instead of just the regular size. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. So that just hammer breaks reinforcements. No, I'm talking way crazier than that. So that just hammer explodes walls. Yeah. You Stuff can like throw that. So just hammer. Yes. Yeah, he can do like a Thor thing with it. Where he like throws it and it like hits people. Comes back. It should be like silly crazy stuff. Yeah. Rook like puts down like space suits yes everybody gets a hundred more speed. gravity boots Ooh. Rook drops gravity boots that's okay yeah i i, I want Jaeger some kind of like a plane Jaeger's <laughs> <laughs> literally flying a plane uh oh yeah i just want a silly playlist sometime that'd be fun um At Caldwell Hayden, sorry, at Caldwell Hayden has a question. Uh, which defender is in the most need for a buff or nerf? Love your work. Can't wait to tune in next week. Thank you. So we've answered this, I think, kind of a few times, but just one word. Which defender is in most of need for a buff and then a nerf? Defenders. I'll go nerf first. Tachanka. Tachanka needs a nerf? Buff? Buff first. I'll go buff first. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'll go buff first. I was thinking like nerf is like a bad and so like I need the bad to go. Yeah. Buff first, Achanka. Uh, I would say Castle. Buff Castle. Okay. Nerf. Defenders. Kavera. <laughs> she already has one. Oh, well, yeah, it's coming, but I think Kavera's nerf is... That, that was the first thing on my mind, but... Is needed. Other than that, I don't think there's a defender that I think needs a nerf. Defenders are actually pretty well balanced, I feel like, yeah. as opposed to attackers. There is nobody I can think of that I feel like needs a nerf as a defender. I mean, the one that just wins way too much, too much is Rook, but I still like. I don't feel like he needs no. a nerf. He's good. Uh, I'm There's none the that are frustrating to play against, like Cavs. No, no, yeah, I think I think they're all good actually. Looking at this list. Well, there you go. There's your answer, Cavan. They did it. Cavan, they did it. They have fixed the defenders. Oh, Kaid kind of needs a buff. He does, but Castle and Tachanka have been needing it much, much longer. Yeah, and they need to fix their base game operators before they get... Anyway. At Clark Mason asks, what do you guys think about adding another sniper attacker? Had an idea for one that could use a bolt-action rifle, and the ability would be something similar to that of the K-Bullet from Battlefield 1. He would only get four shots that could go through hard walls. So is he saying that you basically you have a a rifle with four shots that go through hard walls and then that rifle is done or like then you just switch to regular bullets. I think yeah, then it's regular bullets. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I'd be fine with if that. If he was an alternate to glass, and so it um you wouldn't have a thermal scope, but maybe just kind of like old glass without a thermal scope. Yeah. Um, with bolt action rifle, so maybe it does a little more damage than glass even. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he has the option to shoot these these shots that penetrate hard walls. I don't know. Actually, that seems kind of useless because if you like, like how are you going to see through the hard wall? You'd have through to the be hard spotted. Wall. Right. Like, um, it's a cool idea. How do you make that work? I mean, if you had Jackal like scanning something, he'd have to be very quick That's on true. his feet. Or if you did like Lion or Jackal or something, like if you combine it with a tracker operator, then maybe, or, or if somebody could just tell you like, hey, there's a, you know, there's a defender here. But like, I, th- I feel like the uses for that are going to be very, very. Yeah. You'd have to set it up specific. for sure. It's a know. cool idea. Keep keep th- keep working on it and, and tell us. <laughs> uh, at Caldwell Hayden has another question. What's your favorite elite skin and why? I really like the Valkyrie one that you hate. Yeah, I don't like that much. 
Um, I like Sledge's hammer. His skin, not so much. I honestly don't pay that much attention to the elite skins. Um, but Laz's elite animation is way cool. That's pretty good. I mean, that's pretty sick. Uh, I like Twitch's elite skin, actually. I don't like good. I don't like her new drone as much, but I like her, her outfit. Frost. I like Frost the most. By far, I think I like Frost the most. Frost is good. I'm trying to remember what her actual skin looks like. She like doesn't have a hat, right? Or, or she doesn't have like the She's a lot face prettier. mask or something. She's a lot prettier. I like Frost a lot. Yeah, Frost's pretty good. Um, didn't Blitz just get one and it was amazing? I'm trying to... like, I, Am I crazy? No, you're right. Yeah, Blitz's is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blitz got one and it's good. Uh, I don't think I've ever actually seen anybody using it though. Probably because nobody's playing Shields at this point. I I don't really like Docs that much. I just wish it looked more like Doc himself. That's my only problem with some of the elite skins. They look nothing like the operator that they're supposed to be, and so it's hard to like tell like who the freak was that. Right. Yeah. That that's actually something I have against elite skins. Is like I again like th- this is like a minor complaint, but I actually would like to know who I'm shooting at or who's shooting at me. More to the point. Okay, so moving on to the questions in the Discord channel, which again, you can find the link to that in the show notes. Um, Spotwick asked, I'm stuck at the copper level. I'm limited in playtime due to being an awesome dad. Congratulations and shout outs to my gamer dads. However, I'm a decent player, but hate dealing with player dropouts and TKs. Any advice on how to get past these buffoons and play with more serious players or how to strategically increase my rank? Help. (laughs) Um, Okay, so it sounds like he's talking about playing in ranked. Mm-hmm. Right. Sounds like he was in a situation that I was in, where you were just stuck in that crappy area, and there's nothing you can do about it. Right. Sometimes, you, like sometimes, you get stuck in copper, and there really is very little you can do other than wait till the next season, unless you have a five man. Right. Um. I mean, the biggest advice is to try to find a team that you can play with. Uh, you, I mean, you can find people in the Discord. So look, look for people in our Discord server. Um, I go to the Rainbow Six Discord. You can just join one of their channels and wait for someone to be done with the game, and then right. And, and, and this them. is this is some of the same advice that we've given in the past. Um, so I, I would, while you are already in this state for this season, just call this season. It's just not going to be good. Just play ranked, just so you can get better at the game anyway. Yeah, and learn new things, try new things, because this is a chance that you have that you already know your rank's just not good, and there's nothing you can do about it. So that when you rank next season, rank with good players, and then when you're solo queuing, and you're in a and you're in a gold rank, it's not that bad. Right. Not nearly as bad as solo queuing in bronze. Also, I would say like if if you know that you're going to be playing for like a couple hours or something, like the first game you get into where you have like just decent players on your team, like try to party up with them and even send them friend invites and stuff. And like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I've I've just built up a big stable of people that like are decent to play with. Yeah. And like sometimes when we want to fill a squad, we'll just invite these randoms that like we played with one time and they were cool. So I think that's like a huge way just to like it doesn't have to be the same team every time, but just somebody who like will at least make a call out or just at least not kill you. Like, right. <laughs> you know, like uh, that can go a long way. Helps a ton. The B is me says probably OP, but what about an operator who is like the guy from Black Ops 3 who can hijack a dead operator's gadget, but only say one or two per round. He'd be a defender, so attackers don't have to worry about certain operators like Maverick losing... Attackers would have to worry. There we go. I was like, wait, what? So attackers would have to worry about certain operators like Maverick losing his torch, and then a defender can break reinforced wall. Um, I think that'd be very interesting to have... Yeah, and so you're saying he's picking up a t- like enemy gadgets yeah i think that'd be cool i think that'd be really cool can it you pick up a freaking cool. sledgehammer i'm trying yeah well, i'm trying to think how you make it work with certain things like or does it just only work on certain operators like montane can you pick a montane's shield yeah and then what does that mean like do you, like, you stand in a freaking door i, they guess, kick it I in. guess i think that's oh wait well you wouldn't pick up montane wait yeah good yeah sorry i just i got really confused about attackers and defenders for a second that can happen yeah, I think you can. I think you can pick up Blitz's shield. I mean, that sounds crazy. I mean, that sounds fun. I've I've always kind of like liked the idea of like somehow being able to, um, take someone else's gadget. Like, yeah, did we would like detonate somebody else's gadget? Like, 
you know how like 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 a thermite will plant his charge and then get headshotted, right? And it's like mm-hmm. his charge is sitting there, and it's yeah. so frustrating. It's like, gosh, we just needed you to push the trigger. Yeah, like I think it'd be kind of cool if you could like walk up and manually activate a gadget or something like on the same team. Okay, yeah. Like we've got a fuse too, right? Like a fuse puts a thing on a window and then he gets headshotted through the barricade, but it's still sitting there. It's like it'd be kind of cool if you could go up and maybe there's like a two or three second animation where you're like sort of like jury rigging it and then like it goes off. Like that'd, that'd be kind of cool. cool. So like. So like it wouldn't be like anybody's like primary gadget to do that, you know, primary right. ability. But it would be kind of cool just to build in this thing that's like it won't come into effect very often, but it'll be one of those things like super hype when it does, right? Like just imagine in pro league if like, you know, there's like a stray thermite charge left over that didn't get detonated and thermite's dead, and then somebody can like walk up and like set it off and that that makes I like think a be cool. big just difference. Just hold the action key and it just triggers it. Yeah. I think that'd be good. I, I think would that'd like be that. cool if there was some way to do that. But, but I, I do like this idea of just taking a gadget over. Yeah, I, uh, I think it'd be it's kind of cool. I think like you'd really have to think about who it could work with and like what the implications of that would be. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, it could be cool. I mean, there's certain things. It's like so, like Thatcher's EMPs. Those aren't programmed right. to do anything to defender or to attackers' gadgets, right? So like they basically have to go in and like rebuild Unless, the EMP. Yeah. Yeah, they make it where like if a defender throws it or if this operator throws it, it does attack attacker gadgets, but it doesn't if thermite if Thatcher throws it. Right. Uh, and, and the thing is like not even just like okay, we have to turn it on for this team and off for that team. That doesn't seem that hard, but it's like they've never considered what happens to let's say Blitz when he's hit with an EMP. Right. So like now you have to yeah. build this new thing into Blitz. Um. So I mean, on in in that respect, it may be like too much to ask for, but I think it's a pretty pretty cool idea. Same. Jukas asked, "Would you guys like drone skins? Just a different color palette on your drone, similar to the universal gun skins?" Heck yeah. Yes. I don't know I why would like this. I would love this. I would also love a skin that you get for like spotting the objective a certain amount of times. I was gonna say spot players, but then you would get people that just keep spotting. Which is really stupid. So wait, but like you get oh, like okay, you're it's saying like an unlockable skin, which I've been fighting for skin. forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas like if you are the one that marks the objective or finds the objective, whatever it says, x amount of times, and you get this right. cool you skin, get, you get a bomb Some themed number, like two hundred times or something. You get a bomb themed drone skin, so you look like the colors of the bomb. Yeah, thing that'd be pretty cool. It'd be um, cool. I mean, I don't even care if it's like you have a bright pink drone. Like, okay, well that's a dumb on you. Like you picked a bright pink drone. Like it's for funny sure. and it's cool. But like like anything in this game, we have uniforms that look ridiculous now. Yeah, they could sell me a drone skin for sure. Yeah. I would definitely buy drone oh, skins. Yeah. Uh, that'd be way cool. Uh, drone, um, what do they call them? Charms? Yes. <laughs> like, or some other thing, like, I don't know, like a drone. Uh, like different noises when you're moving around, like Rocket League like has Rocket like League the engine re- noises. Yes. So your drone, drone boost. Like, <laughs> drone boost. Rocket League boost on Ooh. a drone. <gasps> Every time, like the prep phase comes in, you have to plug in your controller real fast. What? So you can fly? Yeah, so you can control your drone, right? Yeah, I guess. Although controlling your drone is very difficult with the controller. Have you tried it? Uh, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, what about drone bobbleheads? That'd be funny. You get a bobblehead on your drone. It's like on top of it. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> Um also I really want um barricade skins. Yes, I do want barricade skins. Those would be cool. And reinforcements. Yes. Reinforcements I think you need to be a little bit more careful with so that it's like it doesn't become hard to tell if a wall's reinforced or not, you know. Fair. But uh but yeah, barricade skins. Should be a thing. Yeah, I don't understand why not. Uh actually that's just going to cause people to go put up barricades in bad spots. But that's, I mean, whatever people are going to do dumb things no matter what. Yeah. Jackalus Bay. Do you guys think that all gadgets should act like Valk's black eyes when shot? They don't just disappear. They end up as a destroyed version of it. I do not think so. I've never thought about this before. I thought about it after I had the question. I just think it would be like kind of, confusing whether or not a mute jammer would like the thing with Valk's black eyes they're already small enough and like up in some corner somewhere where it's like when you shoot it out like the blue light's not on it anymore you don't even see it anyway but, like mute jammers like you destroy them like okay yeah it's destroyed but there's still something there on the ground or like frost's mat, frost's mat. Mm-hmm. Like, there's still something there and it's just like so you okay. look at it 
I'm trying to think of what even happens with Falx Black Eyes when you shoot it. Is it just like the broken glass? Yeah, it's just broken glass. Okay. Like so there's I, still there's like a little black circle in the ceiling, basically. So I guess my question is, why does Valk happen that way while all the other ones just disappear? Not a clue. Like, like, is there a purpose for that, do you think? Or like, they just did it that way because that's how they do the other security cameras? No idea. I don't, I don't know, know because like that would be part of my my answer to the question is like okay well why is Valk like that and then maybe if there's like some specific reason yeah I I, I think they should just be gone it's just I, like I actually it, like wouldn't have a problem with it like, I would definitely have a problem with it I mean I like having I, like a frost <clears throat> having like a frost mat on the ground just like not be all the way just like you could tell it's destroyed but it's still something there like mute jammers like it's still there. I just and think it's just nicer to, for it to just be gone. Like debris. I, I hate guess when so. debris there. Just be gone. Just like there's less. Just disappear. Uh, there's just less noise. Yeah, there's saying. less stuff. Um, yeah, like I see what you're saying. But like, I think if you just broke it down into small enough pieces, it doesn't really matter, I guess. Like, I wouldn't say, yes, let's go and make that change. But also, like, if that would have been the way that it was. I think oh, yeah, if it was cool. the way it was, I would never have had a problem with that at all. But right. I wouldn't change it. Yeah. The Bees Me asked, what do you guys think about a map called Apartments? It's essentially just a three-story apartment building. I've been thinking about this a lot, and it would be like house, but larger, and with three floors. Essentially the same environment, just bigger. I am all for a map that's more recognizable than some like giant random fortress or some giant theme park or some mansion. Mm -hmm. I am totally down for that. Yeah, we've been down this path a few times where like what we love about house and like a few of the other maps is that... Consulate. Yeah, it's just like it's it it's easy to grasp in your mind like the concept of that kind of a building because you've seen mm-hmm. those kinds of buildings before. Right. Um, a hotel would be another one that would be fine to see. Right. Yeah. Just, just like anything that has like very distinct rooms, uh, and just not like random hallways and I don't know, just like stuff that's just has a flow to it that's easier to to grasp. I think is good. So like yeah, I like I like this idea of an apartments map. I also like the idea of like a grocery store map. Or like a a mall shopping center type of thing, you know, like something where it's like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm in the candy store, I'm in the jewelry store, I'm in the furniture store. It's like it's you know, it's super easy to make those kinds of call outs as opposed to I'm in the bathroom. No, the one without the showers. No, on the second floor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Um Yes, I love your idea. Spotwick says what do you guys think about mute being able to also disrupt headset communication so are you talking about in-game chat I'm i think assuming? so you know, no. it reminds me of um cod four's what's that perk called where you could hear teammates eavesdrop eavesdrop you never hear used enemies, it you mean. because it didn't really do anything but like in siege that would actually kind of be useful like this isn't the same thing but like basically eavesdrop if you're close enough to the enemy you could hear their mic you could hear their comms mm-hmm. so it'd be d- interesting to have that and see just that concept of being able to like hear someone else's microphone like on the other team yeah um and a concept of like mute disrupting headset communication like that's huge in siege mm-hmm. like, that'd but, be a huge buff to mute well yeah okay it's good in concept but the part of the thing is discord and party chat right like any any real team is not communicating via in-game chat right they're communicating out in some out exterior third party uh you know uh platform right so it, it just wouldn't work it, if if all chat were in game this would be cool and that's what cod 4 tried to do is like and assu- assuming there was all chat in game which in, you know back in those days early xbox 360 you didn't chat i mean or, even still on xbox you don't really chat on anything else right I, well no people do they, they use party chat instead well, you of couldn't use party chat and cod 4 search and destroy it kicked that's you true. out it kicked you out of party chat which is actually a really cool feature Good, yeah um, but again, that, that only works on console. And that's also assuming you're not just saying, okay, well, let's just like do a discord on our phones right. instead of using the, the in-game chat. But I mean, if, if this were a thing, it would be cool yeah. to be able to either hear the other team or disrupt, um, communication to have somebody who's that's their whole gadget. Like they, they plant these disruptors. That'd be cool. Be way cool. That, that is the problem. I didn't think about that whole discord thing. That is a problem. It wouldn't work in that case. Right. I mean, it would. It wouldn't work at all, but how do you, yeah. Anyway, interesting concept, but it just wouldn't work just because of there's other ways to talk to each other. Right. Steel switch. Last question. 
Would you like to see the gunsmith system from Ghost Recon Wildlands implemented in Siege? You know, so Ryan looked this up, so he's going to explain what this is for us. I did. Um, it's basically, it breaks down the gun into each one of its individual parts. So you can change the grip, you can change the magazine, you can change the barrel, you can change the, um, the I don't know, the, the sight, the stock, the like all the pieces of you the gun. You can customize everything. Right. It, is, it just has a blown up um, diagram, basically, of the gun. So you can see each individual piece and you can go and customize each one. So like, like the example I saw, there was like 13 pieces, I think, on the gun. And like there were like something like thirty seven options that you could cycle in and out. So essentially, like there are infinite variations, right, of, right. of the different kinds of guns you could have. Um, I don't think it's a good fit for siege, and here's why: like that is really cool in the kind of game like Ghost Recon or like a Destiny, mm. where this is the kind of game that you just like you're just grinding for new loot and you're you're just playing like all the time. And so basically, what they're looking for is how many different um, categories can we give you loot in, right? Like how many different right. things can we give you to continue to unlock things for and upgrade and buy things for? Um, it, it's it's something that you're looking for in a game that wants to have you playing infinitely on basically the same map and the same, mm-hmm. you know, um, situations and missions and all that stuff. Um, so it's a really great fit for a game like Ghost Recon. I don't think it fits in Siege because then what ends up happening is you like, at least for me, I always feel like I'm not maximizing my gun correctly. Like I, I already feel like this in Siege. It's like I, I just want to have the best gun. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to have to think about it. And I wish that there weren't even like different kinds of attachments. I just want like, okay. So this hold best. on. I was I was understanding it correctly. So these all these little parts affect the gun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Then those are, this isn't cosmetic. This is like okay. You get increased okay, fire. Or you. you get increased uh-huh. accuracy. Or okay. You know whatever. Um. So like like I already feel like this in Siege where it's like ugh, I don't like I don't want to have to think about like should I be using the extended barrel or the or the suppressor or th- right whatever like mm-hmm. it's like it's just all these stats are like essentially all I want is what's the best the best combo and just put that on because I'm never going to change it after that and like right. there's all this stuff like oh well, it depends on your playstyle and like no it doesn't it never does it never depends <laughs> on your playstyle like the the differences are too insignificant it's just like what's going to give me the most damage per hit right. and right. like what's going to guarantee I get the most hits like that's all that matters and so like like what it comes down to is like if you have this this like big thing where there's like let's say there's 2000 variations of the gun it comes down to everybody going to YouTube and searching 416C best loadout and then everybody goes and somebody's done this sort of definitive loadout on it until somebody else does a better one and everybody's using that same loadout. And so it's like, there's yeah. no point. I mean, there's graphs of like the pro league players and what their loadouts are on the guns and what attachments they use most. And that's what everybody uses. Exactly. And okay. So now that I understand more, that is, I agree with you. I do not want more things you can change that changes what the gun does. Mm-hmm. I thought what it originally was, was just cosmetic stuff, which if it's, that's the case, like that's a lot of work for them to do, which like, I don't care either way, but. I would, I would be cool. Like if I could change the color of the grip and the color of sure. like the stock, the color of the magazine, if I could change all that stuff, just different colors and cut, really customize my gun, basically mm-hmm. make my own skin. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. I think it would be cool if they did like a, a two tone skin thing. So like okay. you'll see this on a lot of games with different things. Rocket League. Um, Rocket League is a good example where it's like you choose your base color and then like your accent color. Right. Right. And so it's like, okay, yeah. Like my base skin is whatever, you know, like, um, I can't think of a single name of a skin in this game. The Christmas skin or whatever, right? Rudolph. Rudolph, sure. Uh, I don't think so. Heart attack, heart attack, heart attack. That's the name of the skin. Yeah, heart attack. There you go. So I choose the heart (laughs) attack skin and then like maybe for my accent color, I can choose between like black, dark gray, light gray, white, uh, gold or like whatever, you know, and that would change the color of, you know, the magazine, the scope, the whatever else is not affected by the skin that I chose. I think that'd be kind of cool because a lot of people are like, Oh, I, w- I really wish that the, the magazines and stuff were black instead of dark gray. Yeah. It's like, okay, like let everybody choose what they want for those specific things and give them like 10 colors or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be down with that. Uh, yeah, but I do not want a system that I have to customize more things to get my best gun. Right, because essentially yeah. the, I'm, then what I'm doing is I'm just hunting for the optimal yeah. loadout. And that's all I, I care just, about. I, I don't want to ever have to think about it. I just want to play the game. Right. That that's not yeah like in Destiny what I what I want to do in Destiny is I want to unlock the next thing and then I want to equip that to my gun and see how it works. Borderlands same thing right I want to get the next gun and I want to get the next one and see like what the numbers do. I want to see the numbers go up. That's what that game is. Yeah, that's not what Siege is. And in, in Siege I like I don't want to have to think about what's on my weapon at all. I just want to actually play the game. 
that's one thing I loved a lot about like COD 4 Modern Warfare 2 Black Ops trying to figure out where it got anyway in Call of Duty's earlier ones it was like one attachment to the gun or maximum two attachments if you had a perk or yeah, something yeah. where it was like it was very nice like the attachments were different but it was like you either have a red dot sight or you have a suppressor mm-hmm. or you have an extended magazine and it was like it wasn't difficult like I have all these different attachments like Battlefield does this they have so many different attachments so many different barrels it's like I don't even yeah, I always had this frustration with battlefields, and I just want to play the game. Right, it's I like, like simplified. I like simple. I really do. Like I think about siege. I think like the too many operators and the too many different things they're doing is getting too complicated. Mm-hmm. Where it's like I just want like a simple base game that's just it just stays fun and it just is Rocket right. League. It's very very simple. <laughs> Again, we we always bring back to Rocket League, but like it is so good. Rocket League is so strong in certain areas, and one of them is that like it doesn't mess with the actual game of Rocket League. Never like they and they and they used to they like they used to have like they would introduce these new stages that had like sort of platforms on the side and they'd introduce these stages that were like sloped on the sides and like everybody hated them and they're like get these out of competitive this is not Rocket League mm-hmm. and it took a long time <laughs> but after after probably a year and a half of people complaining about it, they finally decided okay we won't do that they standardized all the things so they have the different like did we talk about this before last week I feel like we just said this last I week I don't think so no I don't think we talked about this so they'll have the different um you know arenas that have mm. different basically aesthetic you know one's on a farm one's a hockey rink one's, one's under the water right like just random things but like it stays the same the field is the same length the same mm. width mm. the same the ceiling's the same height like everything else stays exactly the same and you're always just playing rocket league because rocket league is great and like it doesn't need to be improved upon it's awesome one thing i love about rocket league too it's it's annoying sometimes, but it finds matches so fast. Yes. Like you just want to do something sometimes between the round, but it's like, Oh, we're playing. Like you don't have but time to check a Reddit post. It's no, like, you don't. It's, it's like, it's so annoying. It's like, it's just long enough where it's not like, it's just not kicking you into the next game, like immediately, but it's like within 30 seconds. So you don't yeah. even have time to like pull By up a website. You open a new window. You're right. In, you're it's like, another game. Oh, we're getting into a game. Okay. Part of that has to do with the fact that matches are so short. So they're ending all the time. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, I guess. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Anyway, that's but good on Rocket League. Yeah, Rocket League is a great game. It's so good. <laughs> you guys, should, this this podcast actually is just a stealth recommendation for Rocket. Yeah, League. it's just like, it really is. It's, we're just uh, sponsored by Psionics, actually. Okay, that's all for our listener questions this week. Those were great. Thank you guys so much for sending your questions. If you have questions you want to hear on the podcast, send them in on the Discord. Um, you can find that link in the show notes or on our Twitter account where you can also send us questions. That Twitter account is at r6unrenowned. You can also ask questions that aren't siege related. Yes, which we don't get any of those. You guys, give us give us some non-siege questions. That'd be like fun. Some random question. Yeah. I don't guarantee that we will answer every question and we don't answer every siege question either. Um, but it, it, it'll be fun to get some, you know, a little bit of variety in there. Anything that makes the show better is good. Any is question. Yeah. Okay, if you want to follow us during the week besides just on Wednesday mornings, uh, you can follow me on Twitch and YouTube, VG Fiasco. I am on Twitch and YouTube as just low with three O's. Yeah, so follow us there. Uh, We're actually going to make an effort to start streaming more consistently because we haven't been doing that. Yeah, well, we didn't really play more. Tuesday nights now is going to be a thing. I don't work anymore Tuesday nights. Come for Tuesday Night Siege, and then you can uh, talk about our upcoming episode of the podcast the next morning. Ooh. I have to be careful about what I say. Why? <laughs> because you don't want to spoil it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have spoiler-free Tuesday Night Siege. Just goodbye.